This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning, I'm Shalini Umachandran and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. India may have crossed 1 million coronavirus cases and 26,800 deaths. But the health ministry is taking comfort in the fact that the COVID-19 case fatality rate is progressively falling. The health ministry has said that it is currently at 2.49%, which is one of the lowest in the world. Meanwhile, Ames Delhi will start enrolling volunteers for human trials of Covaxin from Monday. That's the indigenous COVID-19 vaccine that is supposed to be ready for public use on August 15. Ames Patna and PGIMS Rotak have already begun clinical trials. At least 79 people have died in flooding and landslides following three waves of heavy rain in Assam since the end of May. Monday's forecast remains grim, with the Water Commission warning that the Brahmaputra, which is already above the danger mark, expected to rise another 5 centimetres. More than 27 lakh people across 26 of the 33 districts in Assam have been affected so far. This is even as the state's coronavirus case count has crossed 26,000. Assam, along with Karnataka and Bihar, has reported the highest percentage jump in deaths and active cases in the past week. In Kaziranga National Park, nine rhinos are among the 108 wild animals that have died in flooding. Close to 85% of the 430-square-kilometer park is underwater. About 60 animals have drowned so far, and more than a dozen were killed on the highway adjacent to the park when they were trying to flee the floodwaters. Some injured animals have died in the rescue centers, but more than 130 animals have been rescued by forest rangers. Despite extending their summit by a third day on Sunday, EU leaders may not reach an agreement on a massive COVID-19 stimulus fund to revive their economies. Germany and France, which are the EU's power brokers, are seeking a deal on a $2 trillion economic recovery package for the EU's 27 member countries. The European Union is facing its worst recession since World War II. 
The wealthier yet more frugal countries of Netherlands, Australia, Denmark and Sweden are demanding cuts to the package. They are suggesting loans which can be repaid rather than grants to the southern EU states that have been harder hit by the pandemic. The frugal four backed by Finland are also demanding greater oversight on how the funds are spent and on labor market reforms in countries with greater debt. A larger recovery plan would require these states to provide more cash to the EU's coffers. Meanwhile, Hungary, Poland and Slovenia are threatening to veto the package over a new proposal to freeze out countries flouting democratic principles. Every 26 months, Earth and Mars come close enough for a month to create the ideal window to launch missions. If you launch a mission to Mars during this time, it minimizes both travel time and fuel use. Right now, the window is open till about the 15th of August. Three countries are taking advantage of this and plan to launch missions to find out what Mars was like billions of years ago. This is when it probably had water sources that may have supported basic life forms. If the weather doesn't play spoils put again, UAE's first Mars orbiter mission, Amal, will lift off on Monday from its launch site in southern Japan. It's set to reach Mars in early 2021 and study the planet's climate from above. China has also moved a rocket into position to launch its new lander, rover and orbiter to Mars around the 23rd of July. The mission is known as Tianwen-1 and if it is successful, China will become the third country after the former USSR and the US to land a spacecraft on Mars. The US has landed on Mars successfully 8 times and the former USSR twice. Though China hasn't revealed the details, the instruments that the rover is carrying suggest that it will study the Martian environment. Between 30th July and 15th August, the US will also send out a mission to Mars. Its plan is to land a six-wheeled car-sized rover. It's called Perseverance and it will collect rocks. It's expected to return to Earth after about a decade. The EU and Russia were also to send out a joint mission to Mars to search for signs of life. But they have dropped their plans due to the coronavirus outbreak. And if you're feeling lonely because you have to isolate at home, some countries have a solution. Hug a tree. Israel's Nature and Parks Authority is out on social media telling people to hug trees to overcome any isolation one may feel due to the coronavirus social distancing rules. At the Apollonia National Park, people have lined up to take tours to hug trees. Israel's tree hugging campaign follows a similar one launched in April by Iceland. Its forestry service has put photos on its website showing the many ways you can hug a tree. Be careful not to hug for just a moment. Take hold of the tree and wait until you begin to feel the right amount of energy flow to you from the tree is what its website advises. The Iceland Forestry Service recommends 5 minutes of tree hugging a day for well-being. Its rangers have cut wide paths through the forest so that people can get close to the trees while maintaining the recommended 2 meter distance. These are not the only countries to understand the benefits of being close to nature. Japan too promotes spending time in nature and from 1982 it's had the practice of forest bathing. It's called Shirin Yoku and it's part of the National Public Health Program. People are encouraged to spend time picnicking and relaxing in the woods or observing the cherry blossoms. Studies show that time spent in nature can reduce stress hormone production and improve feelings of well-being.
You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at ShaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.